Hello, life group leaders. Um, you may not recognize my voice. This is Anne, the outreach director. Janine um, is out in Australia on vacation. And this Sunday, we had Pastor Phil Metzger come and teach our church for missions and outreach Sunday. So that is why I get to sub in for the audio guide. So, so glad to be here with you this week. Um, let's just hop right into it so we can make the best use of your time. So Pastor Phil taught on Matthew 28, 18, 18 through 20. And so that's a very well-known passage. It's the passage um, when Jesus gives the great commission to the disciples. He says, or the Matthew records it as saying, and Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So that's our passage of scripture for study. Our icebreaker question this week is, have you ever been on a missions trip? And if so, where? So this question is meant to be interesting, but also keep your icebreaker time somewhat brief. Uh, this could potentially become um, just a time where people get to share where they've been and what they've done for, you know, the whole two or three hours at your meeting. So just do what you can to um, get through this question efficiently and ask follow-up questions that are uh, thoughtful, but um, be sure to give time to get really get deeper into the passage. So then if you will, um, if you'd like to, you can go ahead and open your group with prayer. So pray that God would lead your discussion and reveal himself through the scriptures. God has given us his word so that we may be equipped, challenged, and strengthened as his children. So again, you can go ahead and if you haven't already, read through the passage that Pastor Phil taught in Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And then we can hop into the discussion questions. As followers of Jesus, we want our entire lives to be transformed by his spirit, by our head, what we think, our hearts, or what we trust and put our hope in, and our hands, or our deeds and actions. So these are two head-focused questions. These questions will help us understand what the scripture teaches, who God is, what he's done, who we are, and how we should live. So question number one, it's an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> what stood out to you in this section of scripture or from Sunday's sermon. So the goal of this is that hearing what God spoke to individual members of your group that may be encouraging and applicable to each other's lives. For us as leaders, this question could lead you to talk about all of the following questions. And if that happens, please try to acknowledge when the conversation moves to cover another question. That can give your quieter members who actually have thought about or written something down on those questions an opportunity to enter into this conversation as well. And do your best not to fill the silence with your own voice. One of the goals of this question is to have your group examine the text of scripture together and the sermon as a whole. So think of this question as a, there is no wrong answer kind of question. You can even tell this to your group if they are having difficulty getting started. Question two, Pastor Phil shared that this great commission is not so much a call to action alone, but a call to being. As you go, make disciples. So what about this statement from Phil surprises you? What about it resonates with you? 
For the goal, this question allows your group to discuss the reality that the Great Commission is for every believer, not just for missionaries or local outreach ministries. So this may not mean becoming a missionary or running an outreach, but it's important for believers to acknowledge their individual part in the mission of God's redemptive plan. For us as leaders, this question allows your group to discuss the concept that Pastor Phil made in his teaching that, quote, if you see this as mainly an action to accomplish, then you will probably end up with one of two mindsets. One, I can never do this, or two, well, let's get to work. The first mindset starts with discouragement and overwhelm because we don't see missions as partnership with God. And the second often ends with discouragement and overwhelm because we realize we can't be people's savior. And neither mindset is how God wants us to view mission. Instead, instead, we get to see all of life through the lens of making disciples. Being commissioned by God does not lead to a couple outreach activities a year, but rather a holistic view of our lives as Christians. You can make disciples of the children in your home or reach your literal next door neighbors with the love of Christ. You can serve disadvantaged people groups by being the hands and feet of Jesus, etc. Heart questions. So these questions will shape our heart in light of the gospel. Our goal will be to align what we know with what we believe in our hearts. Question three. Does the promise that we not only go out into the world with God's voice, or excuse me, into the world with God's power, but with God himself by our side bring you comfort? What endeavors might he be asking you to partner with him in? Do you believe he'll not only empower you, but also go with you? So the goal of this question is to acknowledge that nothing is better than God's presence with us. This discussion should lead to comfort in God's love and care for us. So for us as leaders, often in, the, often in the discussion around missions and outreach, we focus on how God's power works through us to accomplish his will on earth. However, if we don't spend time abiding in God's presence, truly believing that he is with us and will go with us into any endeavor, we'll drift off mission. The empowerment of God through the Holy Spirit is a great gift. but when we're trying to reach people, what they really need is God's presence. And if we ourselves struggle with resting in God's presence, we've lost our way a little bit. We want to be like Moses who said, if your presence does not go, Moses responded to the Lord, don't make us go up from here. That's from Exodus thirty-three fifteen. Let's ask God to go with us wherever he may be calling us hands questions. So these questions will help us respond to the passage by allowing the Holy Spirit to change how we live. Question four, which organization on site today grabbed your heart? Why? What shifts might you need to make in your life, such as schedule, commitments, prayer for courage, etc., to incorporate joining God in his mission in our community and world? The goal for this question is for your group to discuss practical actionable ways to get involved in investing our time, talent, and or treasure into our community and world. For us as leaders, encourage your members to make practical, actionable steps to incorporating the Great Commission into their lives. Spend time talking through the options that were in your Missions and Outreach Sunday booklet that you received on Sunday in your way to, into the sanctuary. 
Ask your members what causes or areas of brokenness in our community really break their heart. It is likely that the Holy Spirit is prompting them to make moves towards some sort of involvement. Encourage them to take the first step into exploring one of the listed ministries or another that they might already know of and are interested in. Follow up with them about these next steps at next week's life group. And finally, remind your group that it is his Holy Spirit that empowers and equips us to follow his word. Be prepared with your own answer that you can share to get things started and be sure to pray for these things in your own prayer time. For the prayer application this week, we would love for you to consider how your group can apply this passage as you follow Christ together in prayer. You may take a moment to pause and pray for something that sticks out to your group, or you may incorporate some of the following thoughts into your prayer time at the end of your meeting. However these ideas best apply to your group, please use your discretion as a leader to integrate them into your group meeting time. For this week's prayer focus, pray for one another. For those who mentioned wanting to be more involved in God's great commission, pray for God's presence to go with them and his power to equip them. Pray for wisdom to evaluate our weekly and monthly rhythms so as to prioritize God's missional invitation to us. Leadership notes for the week. We're going to talk about communication tool number three, ownership. The next tool we will explore is ownership. Jim Rohn once said, quote, you cannot change the circumstances, the seasons, or the wind, but you can change yourself. This quote encourages us to recognize the ownership we do have in our own actions and decisions. This is important in leadership and managing group dynamics. For example, we need to recognize that when relationships change, communication patterns should as well. We can also accept that we can't change others, but we can influence them. When we decide not to base our self-worth on the opinions of other people, this creates the opportunity for healthy relationships. And if these healthy relationships and these healthy relationships need healthy people who are independent, not codependent on one another. When we exercise this tool of ownership in our communication, we also determine not to be a victim of other people, which means we can approach conversations with grace and humility. When we understand we're responsible for us, they're responsible for them, it creates a freedom within which we can encourage all of our group members to operate. Additional tools and tips can be found within the notes and recording from the Life Group Lunch Dinner this spring. If you missed it or want to review it again, check it out on the Calvary Life Group Leader podcast or at calvary.com slash lgleader. Okay, leader and host announcements for this week. Save the date. Mid-quarter check-in is April 2nd. So uh, we will be hosting a mid-quarter check-in for all leaders and hosts to connect in their coaching groups on Sunday, April 2nd from 1230 to 1.30. Snacks and childcare will be provided. More information to come soon. So be prepared to meet with your coach. Group attendance. At this point in the quarter, it's a really good time to check out your attendance sheet. If there are members that have not shown up yet or have had very low attendance, please reach out to them. It will be important to follow up with them and encourage them to jump in most fully. Sometimes members will tell you that they cannot continue meeting in your group, and that's okay. You can encourage them to find another way to connect at the church, like attending any of our upcoming events. After these conversations, please update your rosters accordingly. All right, member announcements. So this is also in just the Life Group member 
uh, guide. So um, I just want to make sure to cover these. These announcements are filled with ways that Calvary's vision and mission are realized in our church. We can see Jesus famous in our lives by loving him, growing in him, and sharing him in these different opportunities. Missions and Outreach Sunday. So what a blessing it was to kick off 2023 by centering our focus on making Jesus famous in our community and world. We hope you were encouraged and exhorted to pursue how God and where, how God and where God might have you engage in reaching your neighbors. You can stay up to date on our supported local ministries and foreign missionaries by heading to calvary.com slash outreach or signing up for our outreach newsletter. So I just co-sign all those things. Um, I keep our outreach page updated and I like to send out any upcoming opportunities or updates through our outreach newsletter. So um, I keep that updated and would love to have you jump in and visit. Okay, Easter weekend. Easter weekend is coming on April 7th through the 9th. We want you to know about special opportunities that we have to remember, worship, and serve our Lord. On Friday, April 7th, we will have two Good Friday services at 6 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. Pastor Nate will recount the events of Jesus' death, and we will worship together by singing and receiving communion. Calvary Kids will offer a service for children one-year-old to fifth grade during the 6 p.m. service only. The grill will be open for a special buffet dinner from 4.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Come back Sunday for one of our Easter Sunday services on the line. So it's going to be outside at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. Calvary Kids will be available for both services and they'll have lots of fun activities planned, including an egg hunt during the service. The grill will be open for a special Easter buffet brunch from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Get more service information, sign up to serve, register your kids for Calvary Kids, and check out the grill menus on our website, calvary.com slash Easter weekend. Additionally, volunteers are needed for Agape Nights and Easter weekend. What a joy it is to serve the Lord and to bless his people. If you are looking for ways to get more involved and make connections with God and his church, you can consider serving at an upcoming Agape Night or uh, at Easter weekend. It could even be a fun opportunity for your life group to serve together at one of these events, following Christ together by serving. If you're interested in learning more, please fill out the Agape Night Serve Forum or the Easter Weekend Serve Forum. You can also talk to your life group leader about serving together. Easter Egg Service Project. We are excited to be able to support the Calvary Kids Ministry in a very tangible way. Each year, we are asked as life groups to help assemble a collection of over 2,500 Easter eggs that Calvary Kids can offer to children on Easter Sunday. If we have 13 of our life groups or families who would like to pick up a kit to help assemble 200 eggs, we can get it all done together. Please reach out to Sharon Pearson, our Calvary Kids coordinator, or you can pick up eggs at the supervisor station in Calvary Kids starting on Sunday, March 12th. Assembled eggs are due back no later than Sunday, April 2nd. Thank you so much for serving in this way. For more information about Easter, you can again visit calvary.com slash Easter weekend. Stay up to date. For more information about what's going on at Calvary, please visit calvary.com and sign up for our weekly Calvary Connection email. You can also sign up for service alerts by texting service to 831 217 7999. God bless church. It's been great to be with you.